Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after our show, folks, in about two hours, our podcast will go up. And so if you miss any of today's show, be sure to check out the pod. All you have to do is search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your pods. And you will see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Of course, spread the word to your family, your friends, your loved ones, co-workers, adversaries, neighbors, et cetera, et cetera. Randy Mueller, former NFL executive of the, of the year, will join us at the bottom of the hour as he does every Wednesday during the NFL season. And speaking of the NFL, again, Rob, We mentioned it at the top of the show, uh, really became the second biggest news of the day, but still huge news nonetheless. Pete Carroll essentially fired, Rob, uh, as coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He said, no, you can't fire me. I'm stepping down. That's what he said. But he, he said he tried to fight it. He wanted them to keep him as coach, and they were not having it. Now, they may give him a spot in the organization. Um, I kind of feel, look, if he wants that, if he wants to do it, Rob, fine. I mean, he's going to get a nice little paycheck from it, so I'm not going to begrudge him for sure. But I do feel like he's better than that. You know, um, Chris, he's I, better than having to sit around. You know, I mean, he's not going to do but, anything. But these guys, the quote-unquote advisor. It's, it's their life, and it's sad, and I'm, I'm not saying he's sad. It's sad when people identify like that's who they are, Chris, and they can't let it go. Like they just, like you would, I'm with you. Considering what he's accomplished, what he did in college at USC, won a, a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. He was One there a long the time. Few, but he, him, Jimmy Johnson, like and Barry guys, Switzer, right? the only three. three? I, think it's, I think it's just those three, Rob G. Correct. 
three. Yeah, those three, the only to win Chris, national title. You, know, you titles can't, you can't bow out on that? Like, see, only three people in the history of this country ever won a championship in pro football and college football? Like, you should feel good about it. He's 70-something years old. I think, isn't he older than Bill Belichick? He's 72, yeah. He's 72. 72. Chris. He looks great. I, I'll say this. I mean, I, I've i got other things I, I love to do. Obviously, want to spend time with my wife as well, my kids. By that point, my grandkids. When I'm that age. But I will say this, Rob. You know this. As you get older, you got to stay active. You need I, to that, stay active. Like the people that stay active are the ones that live the longest. It just I, that's just a personal anecdote from what my experience. I don't know that if that's a fact, but so I will say. I mean, I hope he's getting quality time with his family and really enjoying his family and his friends. Because then that yeah, if all you want to do is hang around the facility all day, then yeah, that's that's kind of sad. And I'm not saying that's what he wants. Right, but but, but here's you know, the other if thing he wants too, to that, be involved that, a little and it keeps him active, I'm good with that. But here's the other thing, Chris. You could be active and you could do stuff, but a lot of these guys who hold on and don't want to go anywhere, you also block the careers of younger guys coming behind you. True, like like you do. I mean, I know it. It sounds it's selfish after a while, Chris. Like you just you can't give another person an opportunity. They got to wait, wait, wait. You're like 75, you're 80. Like, like seriously, that's what it is. And, and we see it in our business too. Some guys probably a few years longer than they need to. You know, I'm yeah. just being honest. Like they you gonna, still, People going to be saying that about you. No, no, no. They won't. <laughs> I, Chris, I, I swear they won't because I'll be leaving before they put me out. <laughs> I promise you that. I promise you that. I'll be leaving before they put me out. All right, all right. But um yeah, I I I don't know. I mean, I get it. He look, here's what here's my biggest thought, Rob. And I think you have a, a bigger thought. Um but I feel like I, I tie Pete Carroll to Russell Wilson. Both of them had their greatest success in the NFL together. Pete Carroll was a mediocre. He was below 500 as a head coach in the NFL. I've been with a few teams. And he gets Russell Wilson, and I know it wasn't all Russ. They had a great defense and and Marshawn Lynch, and, and it was a great team. But Russell Wilson was the catalyst and the leader and the quarterback. And they had, and then all of a sudden, Pete Carroll goes from 500 seasons, essentially. I think he was 33 and 36 without Wilson. To um, or overall, that's what his career record was. But um, without Wilson, but with Wilson, he began making the playoffs every year, and of course, they went to two Super Bowls and won one. And then Rob for Russ, I mean, you know, I thought that Russ was—I thought Seattle was going to regret letting Russell Wilson go at that point, trading him. Um, and obviously, that wasn't the case. But he, for him, everything's gone downhill. Now who knows if he's going to be cut by the Denver Broncos this offseason. Where is he going to end up? Is he going to even be starting next year? And for Carroll to be gone so quickly after Russ left, and for Russ to be his career in jeopardy so quickly after he left Seattle, my prevailing thought is, man, I would have liked to have seen those guys stay together. I don't think they were going to win a Super Bowl 
last year or this this past year that we just we're heading into the playoffs with. But I still think it would have been good to see those guys together. What is your prevailing thought when you think about Pete Carroll and his NFL career? Chris, sadly, I don't think about USC, either the winning there, uh, the national championship, right? Uh, I don't think about the scandal. I don't think about the Super Bowl they went, they won in Seattle as a head coach. I don't think of the Legion of Boom. I think about, you know, that's a big part of Seattle and what turned that right. organization around. But when I think of Pete Carroll and his career, I only think of one thing. That he was coached with one of the biggest choke jobs and mm. one of the worst calls in the history of pro football. Wow. At the one-and-a-half-yard line with the best running back in the league, beast mode, right? Chris, and especially built for the goal line. <laughs> he had over 100 yards in the Super Bowl game. He had just rushed for 15 yards to get them to the one-and-a-half-yard line. Go back and replay the game. The announcers say the Patriots, right? It was over. Should was let over. them should let them score so they yep. can get the ball back. Yep. Let Seattle score so they can get the ball back and have some time because it was a foregone conclusion that they would be in the end zone, Chris, and that they would score. And instead, Pete Carroll and his offensive coordinator and the guys were trying to outsmart everybody, throw the ball in the end zone, Wilson throws a pick, and they lose a Super Bowl. Not only do they lose the Super Bowl, Chris, they lose their place in NFL history yeah. with a back-to-back championship, beating Tom Brady, beating the Patriots, like all of that stuff. It was the dumbest play I ever saw. Wow. And in my life, Chris, I almost kicked my TV set in because I couldn't believe it. I, I agree with you that, I mean, it was a terrible play. Just terrible. I mean, it, it wasn't even a play that you'd be like, ah, okay, they, the Patriots just made a great play. No! It was a horrible play call. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It was a horrible play call. But, man, that's not what I remember with Pete Carroll. Now, I, I, I remember it, obviously. It's one of the first things. But I do, when I think of Pete Carroll, I mean, overall, won a Super Bowl, had a great team with the Legion of Boom. Had great success with Russell Wilson. Won it at USC. Like, I, I got to be honest. Those things come to my mind first. What I'll say to you, Rob, about that play, if he had not won the Super Bowl before, the year before, that would be the predominant thing in my mind about him. And I get it. You're right. Winning two is, I mean, that would have put that team in, in rare air. And him, but and his and career, right? No doubt. But they got to at least he got the one. Like it's not like man, he had his chance to win the Super Bowl and he blew it with a stupid play. So that's why that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. Because he did. You. It would it, be yeah. it would be even bigger, and I'll give you that if he didn't have a Super Bowl. But oh, Chris, yeah. no that's an elementary play. That's not even a. A second, a, a second guess. That's a first what was guess. The, what down was it? Did anybody remember? First Rob or G. second G. down. Rob G, look it up. It was like yeah, second it, down. They had two downs to run the ball in. Chris, enough time 
to to run it with with, with, oh, with yeah, mode and then another yeah. like timeout and then run plenty it again. Like they had so two let me chances. ask you this: Do, Is that when you think of Russell Wilson? Is that the first thing you think of? Uh, or, you as know, his when he's done? Yeah, I, you know what? That's a good question. Uh, as his career goes on, it might be. You know what I mean? It might be. Yeah, I mean he's look, but that's I, not. You, but, but for Pete, not even more so than Russell Wilson. For Pete Carroll, I just thought, how do you allow that play? Chris, you know when you're down that close, the DBs, there's not a lot of room. No, no, There's a no, chance for a deflection, interception, at like at the goal line that close. There's a chance for – I've seen you see a lot of interceptions there oh, because yeah. balls – there's not a lot of room for receivers. DBs are crowded. Somebody uh, uh, tips a ball. I mean, there's so many things that can go wrong. It's not like you couldn't run the ball all night. It's not like you didn't have Marshawn Lynch, the the greatest running back in the league league at that time, Chris. You had everything. Go look at his numbers. He had over 100 yards that game. They weren't stopping him. He wasn't a finesse back either. I mean, he was a guy that's a power runner. Yeah, exactly. No no doubt about it. Um, That was unbelievable. And I agree. It was one of the worst calls in the history of the NFL, in the history of professional American professional sports. So I get it if that's what you remember. Not for me, but let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Thoughts on Pete Carroll being fired in Seattle. And what is your lasting memory of him? Is it negative like Rob, the, the boneheaded call that cost them their second Super Bowl? Or is it just his overall success as a head coach? Your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Listen up. Let Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Instead, move on up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on Pete Carroll's surprising firing. And uh, what do you think of his legacy? And what's the first thing you think about when you hear the name Pete Carroll? Your thoughts? All right. Here we go. Uh, Rob G, are we on here? Let me see. I don't. Okay, here we go. Ian in Glendale, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Ian? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super bummed about the news today. Huge supporter, grew up, uh, season tickets when it was at SC, Reggie Bush, uh, Matt Leinart, all that. Uh, followed him to Seattle. Um, first thing I think of is just competing. Oh, my God. You were not a Seahawks fan unless you had a hard doctor on speed dial, man. All those games were exciting, you know. Um, so uh, definitely been in my household, seen him, you know, for what, as long as he's been coaching from USC. So um, I want to talk about the last caller. I highly disagree with uh, the Super Bowl loss, uh, you know, being the thing that he remembers or kind of the scandal at SC. You know, I want to touch on the SC thing first. Um Every college is doing that right at the no, time. No, no, everyone stop, hated, stop saying Everyone that. hated the West Coast team. Yeah, I mean, we can't we can't get into that. Everybody's not doing it. We, we gotta, can only talk about the teams that you get caught about the ones and are punished. Caught, yeah. I mean, come on. Can't, everybody's not doing it. Stop it. I know that's an easy thing to say. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's speeding officer. Everybody. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. You got caught. 
JR in Indianapolis. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, happy birthday, Rob. Thank you, JR. Appreciate it. Uh, what's up, Chris? Uh, what up, man? Two number two things I remember about Pete Carroll. I remember the USC Texas game, and I remember um, yeah, that was a great the, game. Wow, that was a great game, and I remember the mess up at the goal line. But at that point, could you really let D smoke because he had over a hundred yards? Who else was going to be the Super Bowl MVP? And no, stop, stop, say? stop, stop. No, well, that, that's, there's all that. You you know, Rob, there was all Chris, that talk that he Chris, didn't want Chris, that, that is the most ridiculous. Really, he's sitting there with a chance to win a second Super Bowl, and he says to himself, I can't let Marshawn run it in because he'll be the MVP. Is that is that really, do you really believe that? I just cannot. I would, I would need, to, you know, I would need total proof and confirmation to believe Thank you, that. Chris. I, I mean, is it possible he thought, hey, we scoring no matter what. So let me let Russ score rather than Marshawn, I guess. But I can't go to the bank with that, Rob. I, just, I can't either. Crazy. And, and Chris, crazy. it would be like Mike Ditka, who did, didn't let Walter Payton score and right. saying, you know what, this guy's just taking too much of my shine. I'm going to screw him and not let him get a touchdown and give it to uh, William the Refrigerator Perry. Which he did. He did do it, but I don't think that <laughs> no, that was the thought yeah, process. I agree. He I wasn't agree. even thinking. I mean, didn't he, he say he kind of forgot yes. uh, about Walter, that he didn't have a touchdown and all that? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nah, I'm Crazy. Uh, Gene, in Vermont, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Gene? Oh, man, I can't believe I'm talking to Chris and Rob. Great show. I love you guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Gene. Love it. So two quick things. I'm old, okay, and Pete Carroll's old. And these old guys, it, look, every single day, I don't care how good you are, you've got lightning bolts coming out of your rear end, okay? When you get old, you rub people the wrong way. Someday they, they just say, see you later, okay? As great as he was, it's time to go sometimes. And when you're old, don't be surprised when they let you go. What do I remember about Pete? His players, everywhere he coached, Loved him and played really hard. And to me, that's the definition of good coach. Will you run through the wall for the guy? Will you bleed for the guy? Everywhere he went, he had people like who exceeded all their expectations. And he always got a great performance out of everybody. He'll be well-remembered for his great coaching. He'll also be well-remembered for the worst call ever in Super Bowl history. Hey, Sorry. hey Gene. Gene. Am I right? That's the worst call ever. How long have you been watching I'm sorry. football? I, I, I played football at CYO down in D.C. back in the 60s, all the way up through DeMatha High School. And uh, you packed the, that goal line like that. You never throw the ball into so many people. Like, Thank you. That close. There's too many hands. Well, that was the thing. And, right. It was almost like you threw it right over the line of scrimmage. Right. right. And, it it and didn't it. make any sense. I'm telling you. It, it like so that, peop- That's weird. That's but where, but it doesn't take away from my. I just I liked playing for coaches like Pete. His emotionalism and his kind of no headphones and all the paperwork and wires and schedules and color coded play lists. He was just a guy on the sidelines coaching. He didn't need all that crap, and I, and that's I really admired that. Um, but I'm glad I got you guys because I have one quick thing I've been dying to say because all this talk the last couple of days about um, the so called cheating by uh, Jim Harbaugh, sign stealing. 
From mm-hmm. day one, CYO through high school, we never use signals. If you're using signals, just assume people are stealing them. Everyone's substituting on every single play. Send the play in with the substitute. Send the play in with the substitute. Well, you said you played CYO in the 60s, right? right. Yeah. I mean, things have changed. I mean, there's, that's a there's long so time. much. Yeah, and Gene, so thanks for the call. There's so much technology. Not to belittle it, right? Right. It's just, but it's but you can really steal stuff that you couldn't do. We we saw it with the Astros. That you think they were doing that in the when Jackie Robinson played Chris banging cat, a, a tape right, a right. recording signal <laughs> and banging a trash can in 19. No, that wasn't going on. Yeah, Sean and, and, and Wisconsin. And we've had a few callers, Rob, try to blame the the victims, if you will. Right. No, I mean, you can say, yeah, they could have done that, but you shouldn't be trying to cheat, not with technology. Not at all. Stealing signs. Sean in Wisconsin, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Sean? What's going on, guys? Love the show as always. Thank you, buddy. Hey, real quick, I agree. It was a bonehead decision, one of the most bonehead decisions in Super Bowl history to not run the ball. But we do got to talk about how this man won a national championship and a Super Bowl, one of the few coaches, if any, to do it. And the thing I remember most is how hard he chews that dang gum. <laughs> yeah, I, he, must, he has strong teeth for a 70-year-old, unless they're not real. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, uh, Rob, we got Randy Mueller around the corner. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Host of the Football GM Podcast and also, of course, a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, our man, Randy Mueller. Randy, how are you? Doing great, guys. What's going on, man? Too bad there's nothing to talk about in the NFL, right? I know, I know. I was like, let's jump right into it. Yes, and sir. Pete Carroll, a shocker. Um, what first your thoughts on Pete, you know, uh and his career? And secondly, do you think this was the right move by the Seahawks who who did force him out? Well, I think it it did not surprise me. Um I think his legacy is cemented as the best Seahawk coach ever. I think yeah. someday you'll see a statue for him outside that stadium or the office, one of the two. I mean, a testament to the game never passes you by. It's just time sometimes expires on the shelf. And I think in this case what you see is Don Schneider, their GM, needs to focus a little longer term than the next year. This team needs a little bit of a retool, maybe a slight rebuild, and he just needs somebody that has some vision beyond what Pete can do right now just because he's 72 years old. So I get it. I understand it. I think this is now in John Schneider's lap, and I think he's willing and able to, to make the changes that maybe Pete just couldn't see himself doing at this point in his career. It'll be the first gum-chewing statue in the history of mankind. <laughs> yeah. The bubblegum supply will, will definitely go up in the locker room. It won't go down like it has in 15 years. Randy, Dan Quinn is being mentioned as, you know, a lot of people throwing his name out as the replacement. Obviously, he was there with the Legion of Boom. Do you like that, or do you feel like, you know what, they just need to start a totally fresh thing that's not connected to Pete, or do you like Quinn there? Here's the thing about Dan, and, and he was there with Pete 
but he's also made his living with Saban and others. Uh, he has a track record much to the same as maybe Vrabel would be tied to Belichick in New England. Vrabel didn't coach for Bel- for Belichick. Right, he played right. for him. So Quinn has a little bit of a tie to Pete, but he has his own thing. He has his own spin. He has his own way of doing business. So I think the energetic, upbeat personalities are similar, but I think what you're going to see in Seattle, and, and I think Quinn would be a good fit, by the way, but I think what you'll see in Seattle, based on the owners, how I know them, having spent 20 years there myself, they're going to have a process. They're going to stick to it. It's going to be thorough. It'll be all-encompassing, and they will gather some information. I don't think they'll be in a rush to make a decision, and even though there may be some common names that get connected, I don't think they will uh, use this time to not gather information from many different sources. Let's have a real conversation. Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. We get it. Never had a losing season, but that team is dead to me. I know they made the playoffs 49 and 8. I'm being serious, Randy. Offense has been horrible, like the bottom feeders for the last five years. I, they they never go anywhere. What are we What are we watching here? I'm not surprised that some people hope that they make a change soon. It just feels like it's stale in Pittsburgh. Well, here's what I think. I think Tomlin has done an awesome job. I think he's respected in the locker room and upstairs in the front office. I think there is change that can be made, maybe on that staff. This is a new front office, though. Omar Khan, the GM, has been there less than a year. The old vibe of Kevin Colbert is retired. So what I could see happening was some suggestions of maybe some staff changes. We all know the offense has been shaky since Matt Canada was there. So that has to be addressed. I don't think they've solved it to this point. And I think defensively they're going to have to tweak some ways that that they're doing things on that side of the ball. So I don't think it necessarily is a reflection of Tomlin. I think it's a reflection of schemes on both sides sides of the ball that have to be tweaked. Whether they can make that happen to Tomlin's liking, I don't know. I just can't see him going anywhere at this point, nor will the front office force it, nor will ownership force it. But I do think there's some change that has to happen to freshen up the product. What, what did you make of uh, Bill Belichick's comments? Because it, it sounded like a guy who's willing to make some changes, that he's willing to give up GM duties. He's willing, you know, like he really doesn't want to go anywhere and is willing at some point to work with ownership and, and, do, and make changes. Was that, a, was that a, a facade or did you hear that as well? I had never heard him that contrite. Yeah, I think there is some humbleness there. I think a season like this year will do that to us all. I think those ideas sound pretty good on paper. Reality is, I think it will be a little bit of a struggle. There will be hard times. What will happen is people might choose upsides. The good thing about it is the crafts and him seem to be communicating on all levels, and I like the idea of them coming to a decision that, is whatever's best for the organization. So I think Bill will be apprised if any of that ever comes to fruition. But I think it's one thing to say, yeah, this makes sense on paper. It's another thing uh, in the real world to have somebody take half of your job away from you and have everybody be okay with it. Randy, uh, let's go to the NFC. The Rams, they've won eight out of their last nine. Um, are, how dangerous do you think they are in the playoffs? They got they play at Detroit, so – 
you know, that's that's going to be a really tight game. But how dangerous – like, do you think they, I don't think they are a contender? They've played pretty well lately. But I don't think they beat – I think they beat one team over They They beat a bunch of tomato was, cans, but, yeah, they, beat but the they played the Rams or the, the Ravens the tough. They almost beat the Ravens. Yeah, if you if you asked me what wild card team had a chance to advance, though, I would say it's the Rams, Chris. And, and here's why: they have a proven coach, they have a proven quarterback, they have a defense that's flying around, led by a potential head coach in Raheem Morris himself. So they have some of the dynamics. And sometimes their defense is so young that they don't know what they don't know. And I think that can be good. They're not fearful of anything. And I think that. The football sense on offense, led by the coach, led by the quarterback, gives them a chance. And, and I think if they can keep them upright, which is a big if, right. they can make some pay. I, I do think the matchup with Detroit, obviously, on both sides is intriguing because it's not only Stafford going back, it's Goff playing them. And I yep. saw today where he has never let the chip go of the trade, and that means a lot to me as well. So it's going to be a fun game to watch. I do like the Rams uh, having having – Kind of the, the moxie to get to a playoff, to know that the intensity is going to be ratcheted up. This is kind of a first run through for Detroit still. And so I think there's some familiarity with what to expect from the Rams camp, and that helps them in the long run. Speaking of that, I mean, Randy, you've been around football for a million years. It's almost inconceivable that the Lions have one playoff win since 1957. <laughs> I mean, since really, Moby Dick was a guppy, right? Since, exactly. Since the Louisiana <laughs> Purchase was in escrow. I'm just saying. But, but Randy, I mean, I know every – I covered the team for 20 years, won every game, all that. And everybody yeah. said, oh, that happened in the past. That had nothing to do with us. And I saw all the playoff losses, and I saw, and it, saw it all. But my point is, isn't there a little bit of history there as well, SOL, that if something goes wrong early or, you know what I mean, a pick six yeah. or, like, the fan base is going to be queasy and it can creep in. The Lions, are they still playing against their history because they haven't won in such a long time? Well, those are valid points for sure, Rob. I think two things. One, um, they're due, right? <laughs> they are definitely yeah, yeah, do. yeah they are do. <laughs> and, and that's one way to look at it. The other thing is, and I remember this from my days of taking over the Saints when fans were wearing bags. The Aints. Chris went to a game with a bag over his head. The Aints. Oh, of course he did. He probably booed me. He probably booed me at the same that's time. That's right. As the GM. But here's the thing: in a respectful way, I don't care about the past. I really don't. If I'm in charge of this team as a coach or as a player or as a GM. I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not really care about what's happened to this point because it has no effect on us. It doesn't. We can tune the fans out if they boo, if they get mad, if, if they say, hey, here we go again. It shouldn't matter to the guys that are involved now. So I don't know if I buy that. I understand how fans can feel that way. But being, being taken over a team that had lost forever, it didn't really affect us. It, it, was, it was full speed ahead. Uh, I'm not going to change history, but I can respect and understand it. But here's what we are now. They've made a Rand- lot of changes in Detroit. Randy, in about a minute, I, I think people underestimate Campbell because of some of the funny or yeah. yep. off-color comments. And he's huge. He's a former player. You know, tough he's guy. He's also made that. coaching decisions that you well, can look there, back in the Dallas game, and there's some other ones. But do you think he can – I think he's done a great job there. 
Do you think he can match wits with McVay? Because obviously McVay is a great yeah. coach. It's a great point, and you're right. Some, of, Both of you are right. Some of the criticism that comes of Dan, he's brought on himself. He, he seems to be a decision maker that sometimes can be ready, fire, aim. Um, and, and that's not always good to match wits with somebody like McVay. Again, why I think it's fascinating. Um, I think Dan has got them to a level of, of uh, really high level of what he knows and the reasons he's got them there is based on his philosophies. We'll see if that's good enough to take to the next level because the playoffs are totally different. You've got to manage every minute and every possession like it might be your last. So we'll see. The details get ratcheted up, and sometimes the details are the thing that separate the small margins for error that winning and losing at the playoff level gives you. All right. That's our man Randy Mueller. Check him out on the Football GM podcast. Randy, thanks, man. Enjoy the game. Yep. All right. Uh, The Clippers paying out big money. Will they regret it? Or is a title in store? That's next. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Rob, the Clippers just gave Kawhi Leonard a three-year, $153 million contract extension. Kawhi, Rob, of course, we all know his history of injuries, but he is uh, 32 years old. And um, look, here's how I look at it. This is their, their window to win a championship, I feel like, is this year. They're a very good team. They're 23 and 13, but all these guys are old. Paul George isn't going to get any better. Kawhi's actually having a great year, but he's not what he used to be. He's declined a little bit. Harden is playing well, but he's not going to get any better either. And same thing with Westbrook, who's coming off the bench. Um, This is their year to win it. I don't think they'll win it after this season with this group. Now, the signing of Kawhi, he's smart. Contract year, no coincidence, Rob, that he's played 32 out of their 36 games. Played 27 straight. That's the most he's played in a row since 2017. He's smart. Show him, hey, I'm healthy. I'm here to play. I'm committed. And um, the question is, can his body hold up? But here's how I look at the signing. It's, it's going to help keep him relevant. I don't think they're going to win a championship with it unless it's this year. But this will keep them relevant. He's still a top player. He's from the area. They're going into that new building. You'll still be a good team uh, with this. But I I don't think it's getting them any rings unless it's this year. Chris, this is called business. Yeah, He has a brand new billion-dollar arena about to open up. Yep. You got to have some players. You got to have people willing to pay $400 or $500 to buy tickets to go to an NBA game. You can sit there and go, oh, I'm not going to pay him, and I'm not going to pay him. I'm not going to do this. Really? Right. No, it, you're right. No, you're not. You and Rob, have, they spent the bulk of their history being irrelevant. Exactly. So, so now, there's no way you yeah. can do that. You can't do it. Chris going into a brand new building. Right. Right. I need somebody. And if I'm going to pick somebody, Chris, I know he's had the injury history. I'm going to pick him over guys, James Harden. Yeah, I'm going to pick him over yeah, James Harden. Yeah, I mean, Harden. I definitely wouldn't be hard. <laughs> it probably would be Paul George. But I think they, they're going to resign George, too. Those two will be the one. And then yeah, Harden will be just based on if they get to the, the NBA Finals and Harden plays well, Chris, then maybe they might. That's going to be interesting, Rob. I, I really wonder about Harden. Like, I think that they definitely bring back George and Kawhi, obviously. They might bring back Harden. Harden, where's he getting money from? Nobody else, Rob, is giving him big money. And he wanted to go to the Clippers. You're right. I mean, if I'm the Clippers, I am waiting. And obviously, they can wait. They have to wait, actually, to see how he does in the playoffs. If he folds again, then I'm sorry. If he folds in the playoffs as the freaking third option, and all I need you to do is be the great playmaker you are, Give me 15 to 20 points. Give me 11 dimes and set up Kawhi and Paul George. If he can't do that, Rob, in a big moment, 
then I'm letting him go. But I, I, I even wonder if business might get in the way there and they bring him back anyway. Nah, I don't think all three, Chris. I, I unless he plays really well and they do something. I, I, but but you got to have two of them, because you might try to go get somebody a little younger or some other to go yep. with those guys, Chris. You might have, you know what I mean? Like yep, if, yep, if yep. Harden fades out and doesn't play well, then I, it's hard nah, for them to want to no sign way. him. I wouldn't. Yeah, right. I, but I those two but, guys, the Kawhi signing is not a surprise at all, because we know. He he doesn't cause any trouble, Chris. You know what I mean? Like he's got if he's healthy, he plays. Obviously, that had well, been the case the last know, few that's years. Just scare. Remember last year, he played through the season. They managed him, and right. then in the playoffs, he still got he hurt. hurt. Right? Yeah. And, and, I, I just hope he keeps doing what he's been doing, which is playing. And I'm bring up contract year. I mean, I I hope it's not that. Look, it's smart business wise, right? It's like, look, I'm playing. I'm gonna show them I'm healthy. But I just hope it goes beyond that and that he – also, Rob, because this dude's a great player and his legacy is going to be great no matter what. But if, you know what I mean? somehow, like, some way, they to get to the finals or Chris – like, like that would be a capper for, for Kawhi if he could overcome yeah, all the injuries. Yeah, it would be just icing on the cake. Am I right? It, would, it yeah. would be – that would be like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, outside – after Denver, they're, they're right there with everybody else. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Y'all know what to do. Lock it. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.